Thanks for listening to the Covenant Church Podcast. We hope this message encourages you and challenges you to take your next steps with Jesus. Now, let's check it out. What a, what a, great, what a great day to be able to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, we had a great time uh, yesterday. I know many of you were probably here. Um, my message today is not nearly as... Uh, as uh, tentative as it was last night because I don't have as many helpers. (laughs) I just have me to worry about. So anyway, I'm glad all of you are here. So let me welcome everybody today to our Christmas service. Let me welcome all of you at our Washington campus. It is so great to see you. Merry Christmas in Beaufort County. And uh, we are so excited to be able to worship today. Um, and I, I thank you that you're here to, to join me in, uh, in worship. And we're going to celebrate today in this message our Lord and Savior and our God and King, Jesus Christ. All right, so anyway, this series that we've been in, we've been squarely focusing on the person of Jesus Christ in this one phrase. Okay, everybody ought to know what it is now. It is, the the angel said to Joseph, and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And listen, if God is not with us, we don't have Christmas. If if the baby in the manger is just a baby, then, uh, you know, it's it, it's not really what we think it is. But... With, with the right meaning, meaning with God with us, then Christmas actually becomes what it says. And I know this sounds Roman Catholic, some of you are Roman Catholic, but the word is Christ Mass. It is the worship of Christ. That is what this whole day is about. And this week, this year, we actually get to do it in worship on Christmas Day, and that's why we're here. Now, my hope for me is that I'm here to worship, and my hope for you, because y'all are crazy enough to come out on Christmas Day, which means that some of you got up really early and you worked on some presents, or some of you are being very patient and presents are coming later, and you're going to go home, and that's when you're really going to have your Christmas meal. Whichever one it is, um, I am so glad that you're here. We're here to worship the Christ child because he is unique. There is none like him. He is one of a kind. He is worthy of our honor and our praise. And none of you need me to tell you that because you know that's true. And so today... In, uh, in this short message, I just want to reinforce what we already know about him. And to do so, I want to just look at a, a prophecy from the Old Testament. Uh, one of the greatest prophecies that has ever been written, and it was fulfilled on Christmas. And we read it every year, but I've been reading it all over again new for myself, and uh, I don't know, it has, it, it has done something in my heart 
to point me again to the Lord Jesus Christ. In Isaiah chapter 9, if you came to Christmas Eve service, you, you heard it. Isaiah chapter 9 begins with these words, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Things have not changed from the very beginning of Adam and Eve leaving the garden. People have been living without hope. They've been, they've been hopeless, like groping in the dark because of their separation from their creator, because of their sin. But this prophecy says, but out of nowhere, there's going to come hope and the hope is in a child. But he's not just any child. He's going to be different than any child that has ever been born. And people are going to rejoice when he comes. And, and look what it says. It says, all of the governmental rule of everything that God has ever made is going to be given to him. He will rule this world. He will shoulder it because only he is able to do it. And then he's going to rule over it forever. And, and then he goes on and he says, And this child will be known as a wonderful counselor. Which means, for us, he's, he has the ability to straighten out our mess. He has the ability to take away our confusion and he never misdiagnoses a single case. He knows the prescription for a meaningful life. And he's going to offer it to people like us. And not only is he a, a wonderful counselor, but he's also someone who can give you the power to take his advice. He is God, it says. He is mighty God. If you've ever been to a counselor, you know they're really good at giving advice, but they can't give you the power to do what they say. But this counselor can. He actually can give you the power to take his advice and to live differently. Uh, more than that, not only does he give uh, excellent, is he an excellent advisor and the ability to empower you to be able to pull off his advice, but he is eternal. It says he, he will be called everlasting father. That means that he has existed since time began and before. And he will exist when time ends and eternity begins. He has always been and he will always be. Which means this child is going to affect generation after generation after generation. Which is why today's celebration of Christmas is just as relevant as Bethlehem's. Because he has always been and he will always be. But then it goes on and it says, But this child will also bring peace when he comes. He is the prince of peace. He will be the master 
of bringing calm to conflict. He will be the master of bringing harmony to chaos. He can bring reconciliation to everything that is broken. And he knows how to speak to every single storm in my life and yours. Every circumstance I have can be placed into his hands because above all, he knows peace and he has brought peace to this world. Now listen, that's where most people stop reading Isaiah, by the way, at at verse 6. But there's a verse 7, which is, I think, the amazing part of this prophecy. Look what it says. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. In other words, he says, the rule and reign of this child will not only be established when he is born, But his influence and his authority and his power will only increase with time. He's going to be set on a throne in the place that was prophesied long ago. He will be the descendant of David that has been promised and he will reign over all of God's people. And listen, his reign will have no end. He's not like a regular king from the past. And so he is not only going to establish his kingdom, but he has the power to maintain it and he will rule this world with truth and grace as as the the hymn says. And he will demonstrate his love and his power and his righteousness forever. And ever and ever. This is the fulfillment of God's eternal plan. Which takes us back to the manger. Takes you right back to the manger. Listen, if if Christmas is just a holiday, then you can take your manger scene and you can put it back in the closet. Until next year. You can pull it out right after Thanksgiving. Because... It's something that can come and go. But if the baby in that manger is Emmanuel, if he is really God with us in the flesh, then, y'all, that is the culmination of all of God's plan for eternity. That child is the bringer of salvation for every single man, woman, boy, and child. He is the one who's bringing peace to the whole world, and I can't put him back in the closet because he's no ordinary baby. He's my king. And I must proclaim him to be my king. And listen, if he's my king, that means I got to listen to what he says. And I got to do what he instructs. And I got to go where he says go. And I've got to follow him for the rest of my life. And y'all, he's my king. He is the king. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he will reign forever. 
And listen, I've been, I've been listening to Christmas music now for a month, but there's one song that just says it all for me as I've listened to it. It was on this morning when we were getting ready to come to church. And it just says, And he shall reign forever and ever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. He is king of kings forever and ever. And he is Lord of lords forever and ever. Hallelujah. Say it with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, based on what I read in the Christmas story, the angel's proclamation said, Behold, this day in the city of David, a child has been born. He's no ordinary child. He is Christ the Lord. Based on what the shepherds, their response was, when they saw this child, they went and told everybody, He has been born, the one that God has sent, the one that Isaiah prophesied. He is our Messiah and our King. Based on the wise men, it took them two years probably to get after seeing the star to come all the way to Bethlehem. And when they saw him, they bowed and they worshiped because he is the king. And y'all, he is our king. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. So Lord, thank you. Bless your name today. We celebrate your coming to this earth. We thank you that the most amazing thing happened this virgin was with child and she by the power of the holy spirit gave birth to god in the flesh and our lives will never be the same and so we thank you and we worship you this day in jesus name amen thanks for listening to today's message if you have any questions would like to talk to a pastor or would like to get involved head over to our website at covenant.cc or follow us on social media. Again, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.